So what did you do for the last three hours? I read three chapters of this book. Is it good? Yes, but in a very strange way. Oh. The usual Japanese writing where everything is like, a little bit mystical and strange, but also real and you can't tell which part is real and which part it's is a great thing to read in these, in these times. Yes, by the way, it like kind of fucked with my brain. Then I had to nap to like recover. Oh, so you did nap. I knew you napped. Totes. You're listening to Who Run the Time, a mini-series brought to you by the ladies of Who Run the World, who are myself, Rhea, and Marinine. And basically, in this series, we share with you the different things that we're doing to kill the time during lockdown slash the global pandemic. So I would like to start this episode by reflecting on the previous episodes. We talked about learning and cooking and working from home and... All these things that are focused to make the most out of our time. Is cooking serious? Yes, it's serious. It's like developing a skill. It's feeding us. How about our playing games episode? I'm disregarding that. You're cherry picking. I'm cherry picking. What's your point? My point is a lot of the things we've done are very purposeful. But I would also like to say that we live in a freaking hard time. Like sometimes you just want to escape reality. So I want to bring up a story that happened last week after dinner we sat around the tv and we watched the news well i don't think you could call that news to be honest but it was about current affairs and then a funny wait i thought we were going to talk about escaping reality i'm getting there oh and then a funny thing happened (coughs) what time do i normally go to sleep 10 30 i went to bed at 3 a.m because i had to watch a bunch of reality tv just to escape all the information I was just giving because it was depressing. Okay, let's give a bit of context for what we were watching because I think even what we were watching was a little bit insane, right? My husband somehow landed us on Russian TV in English. But before that, we were watching like Euro News and Sky yeah, but News I don't focus. But not, we weren't focused on those at all. I was focused. They were taking the news and just making it sound like we were in like the dystopian future of some crazy author's imagination it was weird and it was too close to reality so this made us realize that the other thing that we've been doing with our time which is watching movies tv shows reading books listening to podcasts has actually been a savior we are going to talk about the different things we've been doing to keep the mood light so number one numero uno content i hate that word rea you hate that word but i love that word What's the last thing we binge watched? We watch Run. Run is fucking amazing. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. If you haven't seen Fleabag or Killing Eve, highly recommend. She's an amazing writer. And she has this beautiful style of weird realism, strange delight with a dash of thriller that makes you feel uncomfortable and want to laugh at the same time. That's so true. Oh my God, that's the perfect description of what she does. Also, I'm a big reality TV person. Mm-hmm. It's been great because it's a great way to like shut off your mind and get into wonderful, wonderful escapist content. And I know you hate it, but I, I love it. I don't hate it. I mean, I've watched my share of reality but TV. what have you watched? At the time, it was like the Kim Kardashians. You need to get on Bravo. Real Housewives of New York and Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, Below Deck. I really believe that reality TV is a testament of a good editor. It's also wonderful drama. And some of the smartest people I know watch So like, who TV. are your favorite people to watch for in reality TV? Your sarcasm. I'm just going to say one thing and then we can move on. But this season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, at the end of the first season, they broke the fourth wall. What does it mean, Rhea, to break the fourth wall? 
Normally in documentary filmmaking or in reality shows, they don't acknowledge the presence of cameras. Right. So they pretend that this, oh, this is my but life. But they talk to the camera all the time. There's the interview portion. But even in the interview portion, you'll never hear the question from the producers. Right. So in The Real Housewives, season one of Beverly Hills, season 10, after all these years, they actually uttered the word Bravo, which is the network of the reality show. Oh, they wow. show the producers. They completely put the format on its head. Yes. And because one of the characters was like, you know what? Fuck you. And then just like, Wallata. like it was like, boom. Well, I'm glad you've been so entertained yeah. in your alone Super time. Also, Survivor is always a great watch. Also, we have our one book a week challenge, which we've spoken on different episodes. Do you have any book recommendations you'd like to give of what you've read so far? I think my favorite book I've read so far is Fiction by Omani writer. She was the first Omani woman, I think, to be translated mm. and won the Man Booker Prize. It's called Celestial Bodies, and it explores kind of the coming into modernity of Oman through the stories of these three sisters and their different paths from the village where they grew up to their various choices in life. I could not put it down. The author really went through certainly a lot of research to make sure that she described not just the environment, but also what they were reading, how they were expected to behave, what they wore, what mm -hmm. they ate, what they cooked. Like you see side by side women who still believe in the djinn and then someone with a cell phone. The characters are also very real. Like mm. you can imagine them and you can almost imagine you're sitting on a chair in a porch in that village and watching the drama unfold. And the second book that I really loved is Normal People. Oh, I love that book. It's like a teenage to college kind of love story it's these two kids that used to go together to school she's not very popular but she's rich he comes from like one of the working mm -hmm. class families but he's relatively popular they start sleeping together when they're in high school but never tell anybody and then they end up going to the same university and this book just follows their love story over i don't know five or six years maybe and just how it comes apart and then comes Come together, together again over all these years and it's just such a perfect depiction of like teenage and young love and how it shapes you forever and it's super realistic as well there's yes. no frills and big acts of love i mean for me it made me think back of like that kind of young love and and how you feel about it what i like about it is that she gives equal weight to both of them like there's she doesn't spend more time with one or the yeah. other and she doesn't use any quotation marks in, in yes the book. it's true that the writing style is quite interesting yeah. because it's not the classical one and i like that there's no quotation because you don't know when one speaks it's like a way to symbolize i guess their connection which is yeah. nice what else what other content do you have any favorite new podcast your new escapism is Esther Perel. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't discover Esther Perel sooner. She is like my own spirit animal. Rhea, you even say that we're the same person. Because you guys use the same keywords and have the same ethos. ethos. You talk about community. You talk about how you can't get everything from just one person. Yeah, and we're very blunt about emotions You're and whatever. And like there's no, no Americanism in it. I mean, she's a Belgian psychoanalyst, I guess. Was that what you were listening to today? No, I listened to El Empire Yes, today. El Empire, great podcast. Really amazing. Actually, you guys, cultures. if you haven't listened to it, Kerning Cultures have this podcast. I think they're in their second season where they interview achievers from the Arab world. You guys should listen, listen to, to it. And what is Esther Perel's podcast called? Yeah, one of them is called Where Should We Begin? And that's the couple one. And then the work one is called How's Work? Wait, so tell us about that episode. In one of the episodes of How's Work, Esther is having a session with a mother and her son. The mother built a real estate company 
And one of her sons is a surgeon, but the second one has joined the family business. She's getting older and he's taking over, but not yet officially. And it just explores the complexities of family businesses and how you end up being a lot of things to each other. So your coworker, boss, son, mother, heir, founder, like all these different personas and how they all come to work and how they interact with one another and I just thought it was like such a human way of exploring family businesses that we don't usually hear about I will throw three podcast recommendations to keep it in the escapism theme I recommend the left right game which is a fiction podcast and it's kind of meta in the sense where it follows the story of this one guy who's listening to audio tapes sent by a friend whom he has lost touch with and she's actually a producer on a podcast yeah and so she sends him this podcast from this like weird email and we we follow her and she goes into this separate dimension she's playing this game with these people and it's very freaky and i can't even describe it but tessa thompson stars in it and it's really wonderful and the audio design for all you audio nerds out there is really enthralling you're completely immersed i want to try in the audioscape number two i do recommend Brene brown's podcast it's very much a self-reflection time while being in in lockdown so it's a very nice podcast to listen to that's not too deep but deep enough for you to like ask yourself the right questions if you want to and i know you think i quote her a bit too much yes i mean at some point i forbade you (laughs) from mentioning her more than once a day. i call her she who must not be named and the third one which i'm really enjoying which i literally do not miss an episode is staying in with emily and kumail a husband and wife who are also writers they did the big sick which is an amazing movie it's based on their story that when they started dating emily got into a coma but kumail stuck around anyway there's very self-reflective people so they talk about all the emotions they feel during quarantine and they cry and they call it the weirds and it is the weirds because everyone feels weird and they talk about their cat bagel and they talk about the different things they're doing it actually is a podcast that makes you feel less alone in these times especially for all my fellow sensitive people and emotional people (laughs) who feel like they're gonna cry at the drop of a hat it's like a hug it's like it feels like you're hanging out with your friends you should write that review for them amazing out with the content in with with the dnd baby so in the first episode we talked about the different games we were playing that's right so we're not going to talk about all the games we're playing so go back and listen to that first episode now we're playing a new game we're playing some kind of variation on the dungeons and dragons role-playing game You pick a a race. So I'm a half-elf and you're a halfling. Each race comes with its own set of like uh, languages we know. And then you pick a trade. So I'm a bard and you're a magician. Bard means the entertainer who dances and sings. And, you know, I use my charms. I have powers. You have a grimoire. I have a pet. And you have a porcupine called Steve. What you do is you pick these characters, you have the board, and then you have a game master. And the game master is kind of the master storyteller. They're the one deciding where the characters go, who they encounter, what dangers they're being subjected to. It's storytelling on another level. It's insane. It's also people management on another level. And so when quarantine started, I'm like, hey. So we reached out to Nat and V and uh, Axel and asked them if they'd be willing to do this online. And lo and behold. And then Carl jumped in. Hattie jumped in. Hattie's in. So there's seven of us. Yeah, and so we're well, playing. Game Master plus six. Once a week. You've done two uh, 
one character building session and one like actual role play. We all know that I love improv and I've always wanted to do improv. So it felt So she's actually now taking the accent of her character Dorinda. Dorinda who is inspired by one of the characters on the Real Housewives to bring this all full circle <laughs> uh, of New York. We are friends in the game and the role play. <laughs> We've like true. arrived together. One of the choices we had to make was why we got to the city. I said I was there to look for a job and I'm trying to impress the owner of a local bar so he'll hire me. And I said I'm going with my dumb friend who screws everything up yeah, and I'm she scared for them. I'm going to need her to protect me. Two things that I love about this game. First of all, it's very fun to play pretend. Yes. When's the last time we've played pretend as adults? Second, it's so much fun to get on a call with your friends without it having to be like, how are you doing? That's another thing that we've been doing that to like escape. Yes. Also, Rhea making weird accents is the way we do that. You love doing that too, okay? Give me Mario the Italian. Hey, hello. We are doing a podcast about the, you know uh, escaping you know you like escape the room all right give me your new yorkian mama all right so i told my daughter josephine to really wear a sweater because it's getting a bit nippy outside and i really don't <laughs> want her to get the corona oh i love your old english intellectual one i was walking in the dungeons and dragon and it was crap it was so <laughs> crap it was crap and crass and i do not want i don't care for it at all so yeah if you need entertainment call Rhea. before we signed off i wanted to ask you one question shoot what makes for a good escapist moment for you honestly i think i would just put one big ingredient in there which is that it needs to be something that is making my imagination spark when you completely forget for a moment where you are who you are what's going on in the world around you i mean recording this podcast sometimes gets me there you know? i was gonna tell you yeah so this was episode six of our Who Run The Time series, where we tell you about how we are letting the time pass while on lockdown. This was your host, Marilyn, and her co-host. With the most. With the most. Sometimes. Also listen to um, part one and part two. two of Who Run The World season four. Season four is us sharing our own story, being vulnerable on the mic showing you sides of us you've never seen before thank you so much for tuning in we hope you enjoyed our previous episodes of who run the time please do listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and hit that subscribe button on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify deezer and remy overcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and not to sound like an old record but give us a five-star rating give we'd it love us. a rating listen it it will boost us it will boost us and more people will discover us and we'll make new friends and you'll make new friends and we'll create a community and be a pal. Give us that five-star rating. 